Praise the Lord. Who is ready here? Are you guys ready? Wow. Who is feeling God's presence in this moment here? Thank you, Jesus, for your presence. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit. Let's put our hands together for Jesus right now. Come on. Guys, I'm so excited to be here. My name is Felipe Borges. Thank you so much, Pastor Marcio, Pastor Gustavo, and the whole leadership. Thank you so much for hosting me here. I came back from Europe. God is doing amazing things in Europe. I have many, many testimonies about salvations, healing, signs, and wonders. And uh, for many years, I heard this lie from the enemy that Europe, it's too hard. And maybe you heard this before that USA, it's too hard. Or maybe the Lord, um, he's not going to be able to reach our friends. This is a lie. Right now, it's the right time, the right season for you to preach about the gospel. And we're going to see revival invading all the countries around the globe. Amen. So I am one of the founders of Dunamis Movement. As my brother just shared here and uh, the Lord's using us to reach our college students in Brazil and everything started 10 years ago when a bunch of people hunger for God who is hungry for Jesus here for God and we were we were praying and we were like God we want to see revival we want to see people getting healed in the streets we want to see what we read in the Bible becoming our lifestyle it's not just a book with cool stories but actually it's it's a guide for us to live our lives here on earth so we were praying, fasting, and I remember that something started back in the day 10 years ago. And I was in my college, uh, I was praying for revival, and I remember the Lord spoke with me, Felipe, it's time for you to go deep in my presence. It's time for you to go deep in your relationship with me. So I want to challenge you to start fasting. And I was like, okay, God, here I am. Let's, let's start this. And then he was so clear with me, and he said, like, I want you to fast for seven days. I was like, seven, it's prophetic. It's the perfect number. So I'm ready. God, what should I stop eating? Like maybe it's meat, maybe to cut some coffee. Who likes coffee here? I love coffee. When I need a breakthrough, like a huge breakthrough, I, I fast coffee because the Lord knows me. So, <laughs> and the Lord spoke with me very clear. He said like, Felipe, I want you to fast and just for seven days drink water. And it was like, okay, God, I can stay like seven days without water. And I remember, I remember one day I met this girl and she was part of the, the youth group that we were like leading. And she was like with that face that you know that someone is struggling with something. And I asked, what's going on with you? She's like, I'm fasting for 40 days. I was like, wow, 40 days? What kind of fasting? Like just water. I was like, wow, 40 days just water. They're like, yeah, 40 days without water. I drink soda, juice. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I don't want to judge you, but... <laughs> fasting sacrifice <laughs> I don't know if you got it so I was like okay God seven days without water you know the Lord said like seven days just water and I was like let's do this so the first day the headache shows up do you know what I'm talking about the second day you were starving you cannot go to the kitchen because you know they're gonna break your fasting and I remember on the third day I was like going to college in Sao Paulo Brazil I was in the traffic something really normal that we have in Brazil I was there in Sao Paulo waiting for the green light come up and then the guy in Brazil I don't know if you are familiar with this we have people like doing business in the streets like 
when you were like in the, in the in the traffic, like they offer you water, soda, like popcorn, and there is a specific popcorn that it's like tastes horrible. It's it's a pink bag. I don't know if you know which one I'm talking about. It. It's horrible. Few people are like it's awesome. In that moment, I was looking to the popcorn, and it was looked like a picanha for me. Because I was so hungry, I was desperate. And then I remember my, my hands was going straight to my pocket, finding the money. And then the Holy Spirit invaded my car, and I started praying in tongues, like, suramas. And then the Lord gave me authority over the enemy in the popcorn. And I was able to resist the enemy. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I remember I was going to my classroom, and I was there praying tongues, drinking my water. And I was sitting in the first row. My friends, they were talking. And when the teacher, she entered in the classroom, the Holy Spirit spoke with me. The Holy Spirit said, go there and pray for your teacher. And I was like, what? What's going on? I'm starting hearing voices now. I think I need to eat something. I think I'll go to the cafeteria. I'll buy like coxinha or something because I'm, I'm not feeling very good right now. I'm starting hearing voice. And then one more time, go there and pray for your teacher. And I was like, and then the Holy Spirit, like, it's me. And for the first time in my whole life, I had a word of knowledge. And if you don't know about word of knowledge, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 tells about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Tools that the Holy Spirit wants to give to us for us to reach our people. And through the signs, we're going to point the way, the life, and the truth, Jesus Christ. And I was like, God, what's going on here? And then the Holy Spirit again, go there and pray for a teacher. But sometimes when the Lord speaks with us, so we ask, God, speak with me. God, use me. And when he starts speaking with you, you start doubting. And also, and also you start like putting like some questions about it. Like what people will think about me if right now I'll go there before the class starts. What people will think about me like praying for my teacher. Do you know what I'm talking about it? And I was like in that challenge and the Holy Spirit like go there and pray for your teacher. So I was there in front of everyone my first month in college. So I don't know people there. They don't know me. So I was there walking and said, hey teacher, how are you? My name is Felipe. Nice to meet you. Um, um, I'm, I'm God's friend. And she looked at me she's like, awesome, good for you. I was like, yeah, it's so good. And he spoke with me. And she was like, yeah. And do you know that moment that God just revealed 50% because he wants you to trust in him, that he will, be the, he will be the one to reveal the other 50%, but you need sometimes to step out of the boat for him to complete the word that he gave to you. So he was testing me. And I was like in that moment that you are looking to somebody and the person is speaking with you, but you're not paying attention. You were like, okay, Holy Spirit, right now, give me the word. I'm starting sweating here everyone it's looking to me right now what should i share with her and then the holy spirit it's her brother and i was like teacher what's going on with your brother and she looked at to me and she said how do you know about my brother i was like actually i have no idea what's going on with your brother <laughs> i like the holy spirit he has a great sense of humor he's not boring he's funny and then like Pray for her, for her brother. I was like, okay, teacher, what's going on with her brother? And she said, like, my brother right now, he's in ICU with cancer. And me and my family, we don't know what to do anymore. We try everything. And I said, teacher, if the Lord showed me, 
Can I pray for him? And something that you have to understand, it's when the Lord show you something, there's a reason and a purpose behind the revelation that he gave to you. He will not just like, hey, that person, it's from that city, born in that day. She or her uh, or, or him had a fight with her father or with his father. There's a reason behind. And it was like, teacher, if the Lord showed me, can I pray for your brother? She's like, what should I do? I said, oh, it's going to be really quick. And I did like a Jesus prayer style. Be healed, amen. And I sit down. I was shaking. I was so nervous. I was like, what just happened? I had my first word of knowledge. And it was right. And the Lord spoke with me. And everyone was looking to me. And I was like doing that like face. that like, this is normal. Like, yeah, the Lord speaks with me every day. This is normal. Yeah, I'm God's friend. You know, he speaks with me. And I remember that teacher was crying and she was started teaching. And then when the class was over, I ran out uh, to my car. And I was shaking. I was like, thank you, Jesus. And I couldn't wait for the meeting in the night. Because back in the day when we started Dunamis Movement, we had this discipleship uh, group that we were like kind of like stretching each other. And we were like doing this competition, a healthy competition, a, test, a testimony competition. So basically is. Who has the best testimony wins Shuhaskaria. Uh, All right? So I don't know if you're ready to challenge some people right now. But if you are, like, look into someone right now and maybe, like, it's time for you, like, start this challenge with this person. And who, who will be the winner will get, like, a barbecue for free? So I remember that night I was ready. I was, like, excited. Like in Sao Paulo, we have this steakhouse, Fogo de Chão. I don't know if you guys have here. It's my favorite. So I was like, I was ready for Fogo de Chão. And then like my friends, they start sharing like, oh, last night I was going home and I was walking the streets and I passed in front of this bar and like they were playing this song in, uh, in Brazil. There's like this music style called Forró. They were like playing Forró on the bar and they were like there dancing and the Holy Spirit said like, go inside of the bar and start praying for healing. And we were like, and what did you do? I entered in the bar. And like in the middle of everyone, you start praying for people, like listen for hall and the Holy Spirit was there. Yes. And then I saw a guy with something in his high. I started praying for him and he got healed. And also he got saved. And also the whole bar started receiving prayers. And then people started accepting Jesus, Jesus inside of the bar. And we were like, oh my gosh. And then my friends said, oh, this is cool, but I have something better. I was like, okay, this is a healthy competition. Yesterday, I was with my mother. We went to the supermarket. We were doing grocery store. And we were there. And I remember I was in the cashier. You, the, the woman was scanning the products. And I got a little distracted. And when I looked to my right, I saw in front of the cashier, I saw a microphone. And then we were like, okay, so what did you do? I ran and I grabbed the microphone and started preaching the gospel inside of the supermarket. <laughs> Hey, you, receive the Holy Spirit right now. John chapter 3, verse 16 tells you that Jesus loves you. And like he started preaching the gospel inside of the supermarket. And we were like, oh my gosh. And then I shared my testimony. Unfortunately, I was not able to get the barbecue that night because my friend, the, the bar guy, he got, he got the barbecue for free. But the next day, I remember, the next day I was going to college. I was like so excited. God was doing amazing things. I was fasting. 
And then I remember that I entered in my classroom, and then I was like praying tongues, drinking water. My friends, they were talking. And then the teacher, she opened the door. She came straight to me, and she said, like, who are you? And I was like, what are you talking about? Remember, Felipe, God's friend, yesterday we prayed together. She said, when you left the classroom yesterday, the doctor called me, telling that my brother could leave ICU. Who are you? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I was shocked. Again, people, they were looking to me. I was like, this is normal. Yeah. Word of healing as well. I'm God's friend. But I was shaking. And I was like, God, what just happened? And then the Holy Spirit spoke with me. You asked and I'm giving to you. When you start your college, you ask for me to use you. And I remember my first three days, I was praying, I was declaring, God, I want to see revival in my college campus. I don't want to waste four years of my life going to college just to get a degree. To have a degree, it's really good. And I want to encourage you to get your degree if you don't have one yet. But there is more. And I was praying, God, there is 40,000 people in my college campus. And if you could use me to bring revival, here I am. Use me, Lord. Give me words of knowledge. Give me boldness to preach the gospel. And I was praying that and the Holy Spirit said, because you asked, I'm giving to you. And I want to challenge you to start asking things to God. Start believing Him. God, use me in my school. Use me in my college campus. Use me in my family. Use me in my church. And I remember after that testimony, I remember like, People there was judging in the beginning. I was like, this person will never get saved. This person is so far away from God. Like, it's going to be impossible. When the class was over, a guy came to me. He's like, hey, man, um, can I ask you something? I said, like, for sure, man. My mother, she has this back pain. Could you please, like, pray for her? I was like, for sure. What is her name? And I started praying for, her, for his mother. And then the other guy that, like, didn't leave the bar since day one of college, like smoking pot every day. The guy said like, hey, last night I went to a party and I have this crazy headache. I took some Advil's, but nothing happened. Could you please release this energy over my life? I was like, for sure, man. So right now you're gonna receive the energy. Are you ready? And he was like, okay, what should I do? I said, just open your hands and you will start feeling the Holy Spirit. And let me tell you something. It's for free. And he closed his eyes and he started shaking. And he was like, what's going on with me? I'm feeling peace. I'm feeling joy. I'm feeling this energy, man. What's going on with me? And I was like, Holy Spirit, more, more, more. And at that moment, he received the Holy Spirit in his life. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Test. Test days, I remember, like people, they were like lining up. Man, I didn't study anything. Could you please pray for me? Please release this miracle in my life. And I became this prayer guy. And God was giving me strategies to organize what he started. And I remember I said like, let's start organizing a small group. And then we start organizing a small group. Once a week, we were getting together in one classroom. And then the Lord was increasing people every week. And then after six months, we were having like hosting people, like a hundred people inside of the chapel in the college campus. After one year, the Lord opened the doors 
and we are in the auditorium with 1,500 students worshiping the Lord, praising Jesus inside of the college campus. Once you ask for something, and I know that Pastor Gustavo preached about faith, and if you have faith, you will be able to receive Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Everything is possible for who believes. If you believe it, he's going to give to you. And for his glory, right now, we are more than a 200 college campus around Brazil. Because the Lord gave us the strategy to, to really like share the idea, share the way that we work with other students. And then we start organizing retreats and people from all over. And I remember like our first training retreat, a guy from um, near to Goiânia, he was like struggling with money. And he was like from a like, um, like very country like area, like a farm and all this type of uh, things that he grew up. And he's like, man, I want to go to the pockets retreat, but I don't have money. It's like, what do you have? He said like, last, my, my last birthday, my grandmother, she gave me a goat. I was like, man, sell the gold and get the money and come to Sao Paulo. And the guy couldn't sell the gold. He raised the money and he went to Sao Paulo. He got trained and he opened the same small group in his college campus. And his college campus nowadays, it's one of the largest college campus. And after 10 years, he can go back to his college campus. And the same meeting that he started keeps going and going and going over there. And what the Lord wants to do through your life, it's something sustainable. It's not going to stop without you. It's not going to stop if you not be involved. Because there is, nothing about, there is nothing about you, man. It's all about Him. And right now, I'm here. There's people in Brazil with the project, reaching people there. And praise the Lord. The only thing that I'm asking, God, please remember me. In everything that you are doing right now in my generation use me here I am and I believe that this morning God wants to raise you and God wants to use you in your college campus God wants to use you to be the preacher of your college God wants to use you to see signs and wonders in our school so right now I want to pray specific for people right now if you are in college college students I want to invite you to stand up and I want to pray for you if you are in college right now, stand up and we're going to pray for you. And the same grace that was over my life when I was in college, and the same grace that it's over Dunamis Pockets, I believe it's going to be released over your life. So if you are near to this people like standing, I want to invite you right now to just like put your hands maybe in her or his shoulder. And I want to invite you right now to pray with boldness and declare that the Lord's going to use this revivalist and the college campus here represented. So raise your voice right now and let's start praying for revival breaking out in Florida, for revival breaking out in the college campus here represented. God, thank you so much for your presence over every student here. Thank you so much because you are a good father and you are a good Lord. We bless all the college students here, God. We declare grace, we declare boldness, we declare Joshua 1.9. We declare that you, they will be the preachers. They will be the one to release the kingdom over the college campus here in Florida. We declare a revival breaking out in Florida in Jesus' name. We declare college students surrendering their lives to you, God. 
thank you so much for the revival that you were releasing over the college campus here in Florida and also in America. Thank you so much, Father. Thank you so much. Everything that you did through John Wesley long time ago in his college campus, we declared the same anointing here right now. Lord, thank you so much. Thank you so much for revival over the college campus here in Florida. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Put your hands together. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And one more thing that I want to do before I start sharing my message. It's something that the Lord put in my heart. And I believe that in Revelation tells that testimony carries the spirit of the prophecy. And if the Lord did in the past, He can do right now and He can do in the future because He's the one, the same one. Yesterday, today, and forever. So I believe if the Lord used me to pray for my teacher's brother and he got healed, I believe that He can bring healing to your life right now. And I believe that this morning He wants to release healing. And not just healing, but also He wants to release the anointing for you to start praying for people. And the people will start getting healed through your life. Amen. So I have a few words of knowledge. And what we're going to do is I will like share the words of knowledge that the Lord gave to me. And if you are the person calling here, I want to invite you to stand up and keep standing until I share all the words that I have. And then we're going to pray all together for everyone that needs healing right now. Amen. And after we're going to see the Holy Spirit touching people's body and people get healed in Jesus' name. So the first uh, person that the Lord showed me. The Lord showed me a person with back pain. You have like a back pain right now uh, in this area. If you are here, I want to invite you to stand up because the Holy Spirit wants to touch you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Keep standing. Another person the Lord showed me, you have, um, it's a pain that came like around like two days ago in your neck. In like you didn't sleep very well two days ago. And you, you still have this pain in your neck. If you are here, I want to invite you to stand up. Praise the Lord. Another person that the Lord showed me, you have a problem with your right knee. Especially when it's cold, you get like a crazy pain in your right knee. If you have pain in your right knee, praise the Lord. Another person that the Lord showed me, you have problems um, with allergies. And right now your nose it's kind of like close and you cannot breathe very well through your nose so you are here i want to pray for you and we want to see healing another person the lord showed me you have this um lie over your life and um, i want to break this lie the doctors they tell you that you have this problem and you are a woman i don't know who are you but um the lord showed me a woman that was diagnosed with a um a problem they call endometriosis this is a lie in your life and we want to pray for you and you're going to be healed in Jesus name and the doctors will be surprised through the testimony in your life one more person the Lord showed me you have um, a problem with your left foot and um, this is like something that came through sport and because of that you cannot play more sports so if you are here I want to pray for your left foot Praise the Lord. All right. Jesus is here. 
and he's gonna pray for you and Jesus is gonna bring healing over your life Jesus is the doctor of the doctors so right now we're gonna see people getting healed in Jesus name so what we're gonna do everyone here we were calling to go to the nations to pray for the sick and we will see the Lord using your lives to bring healing over people's life so right now I want to invite you to stand up and find someone that is standing that needs a healing if you need healing right now just raise your hand so people can find you and don't start praying yet just find someone that needs healing and I'll give you guys some instructions so if you need healing and if you don't have people right now to pray for you just stand your hand and if you're finding someone just try find someone that it's with their hands up all right so first thing I want to invite you to ask what is the, the person's problem ask right now like what is your problem what's going on with you all right don't start praying yet check it out maybe it's the back pain headache I don't know problem with the right knee all right so right now you know what's going on with this person so I'll give you guys some instructions three 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 steps really quick first of all you're gonna pray and you're gonna declare that all sickness all the problems that this person is struggling with you're gonna rebuke in Jesus name you're not gonna accept this problem in this person's life the second thing you're gonna invite the king of heaven the king of heaven it's peace joy and justice Jesus Christ took everything in the cross not just our sins but also our sickness and because Jesus Christ took and paid a highest price right now he gave us authority and through this authority we're going to declare the kingdom of heaven invading this people's life amen and the third part you're going to pray for the Holy Spirit fill it up this person and this person is going to receive the healing and also the Holy Spirit and if you're receiving prayer right now I just want to invite you to pay attention what's going on with you maybe you start maybe you start you start feeling like um, a fire maybe it's gonna start getting hot in the area that you need a healing so pay attention with the signs that the Holy Spirit is gonna send to you and right after we're gonna check it out what the Lord did in your life amen so right now raise your voice and start praying for healing and start declaring these three points that I just shared with you guys thank you Jesus we break right now all kinds of problems we declare in Jesus name the kingdom of heaven it's here we declare justice in Jesus name and Holy Spirit touch everyone here in this morning we don't accept back pain we don't accept problems with the knees we don't accept problems with the left foot we don't accept allergies in this place we declare Jesus we you took everything on the cross and right now under the authority that you gave to us we declare healing in Jesus name in Jesus name thank you so much Holy Spirit thank you so much Jesus because you are the doctor of the doctors in Jesus name we pray amen and amen all right 
if you receive prayer please keep standing I want to ask you right now for you to check it out your body maybe if you have back pain try start moving your back if you if you have a problem with your right knee start moving your right knee check it out your body and I want to invite you right now to check it out and I have a question for you zero is nothing happened and it's okay because I believe during this whole session the Holy Spirit is going to touch you and you're going to leave this place 100% restored and healed but 10, 100% I want to invite you right now to testify what the Lord did in your life so if you got healed 8 plus more I want to invite you right now to raise your hands and, and wave here for me so we can praise the Lord 1, 2, 3, 4 five six seven can you put eight nine praise the Lord all right can you put your hands together praise the Lord thank you Jesus all right and if you didn't receive the healing right now I want to do something really quick so if you raise your hands I want to invite you right now to come here really quick and we're going to share what the Lord did in our life and I believe in the power of the testimony if the Lord did in nine people he, he was going to do and there are other people that needs healing right now so if you are here and you got healed come really quick really quick everyone that came here and you got healed come 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 don't worry come here all right so if you need a healing in your body and if I didn't share with you the word of knowledge just get ready because there is power in the testimony because if the Lord did it in their lives they're gonna do the Holy Spirit is gonna do in your life amen so right now just open your heart to receiving the healing even if no one prays for you I believe in the power of the testimony all right you're gonna share really quick your name and what the Lord did in your life my name is Brandon and he healed my knee I have a bad knee pain from a car accident when I was a kid no pain Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I can translate for you. Eu posso traduzir para você. meu nome é Mariana. Eu tava duas semanas com muita dor nesse braço. My name is Mariana. Uh, in the last two weeks I was having like a lot of pain in my right uh, arm. E eu não tava nem conseguindo dobrar, estava dando muito e agora tá bom. And I couldn't move because of the pain in my arm, but right now it's 100% healed in Jesus name. Yes. <laughs> Your name and what Jesus did in our life. Hey, my name is Adrian. Um, you said someone had like nasal passage problems, like allergies. And so I have really bad allergies. It's hard for me to breathe out of my nose. And so when everyone was praying for me, they all laid hands on me. Like I literally felt my nasal passages like, like bust wide open and I could, could breathe. Thank <laughs> you, Jesus. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I have uh, back pain from a car accident from four years ago and I started feeling tingling on the back of my, uh, my, my legs. And I feel like 80% better right now. Come on. <laughs> All right, I want to invite you right now to raise your hands right now here. And if the Lord did 80%, He can complete because He's the one that completes everything that He starts. So, Father, we declare 100% in Jesus' name restoration. We declare restoration in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together. Praise the Lord. Your name and what Jesus did in our life. My name is Julison, and I've been feeling for the last few days. Uh, very sharp pain in my knee. I can't actually stretch my, my leg. I need to be like flexing. 
so I, it doesn't hurt. But now it's completely healed. I can't just Come do on. this. <laughs> yes! Thank you, Jesus! My name is Matheus. I had a problem with respiration. Come on, my name is Matthew. I had a, uh, a breath problem, but right now I'm breathing like 100%. I got healed. In Jesus' name. Come on. My name is Rebecca. Uh, endometriosis is not something physical. Um, but I, when, I, when the ladies was praying for me, I felt like this burning side of me. And I believe that God healed me. It's really interesting because I got this word from God coming here in the airplane. And um, three days ago, I received a testimony through Instagram. A girl that I pray about the same thing. She said that she, she went to the doctor and the doctor did the, all the, the tests, the, the, all the things that he did before and he found the problem. And he was like, what, 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 you, what did, what you did? Like, there's nothing else in, with, with you. Like, I couldn't find anything in your body. And then she's like, was Jesus. Jesus healed me. And in that day, the doctor accepted the Lord through the power of the testimony. And we're going to pray right now. Through her life, her testimony will be a bridge to connect the doctor with Jesus. Amen. So right now, let's straight, straight uh, point here with your hands. And we're going to declare the same testimony reaching the doctor. Father, thank you so much through her life thank you so much for her life and through her life we declare that the doctor we're gonna accept you in Jesus name amen amen hey guys I'm Sam um, so I got hurt about four or five years ago playing soccer um, and my ankle hurts every time I play but I believe that I was completely healed I'm certain if I move I don't feel anything at all so I, I take possession. I know I'm healed. Yes. Amen. All right. So if you like to play soccer, organize a game with him. Amen. All right. Your name and what Jesus did in your life. Hi, my name is Haley, and I had back pains, but now there's no pain. Come on. <laughs> it's awesome because nine people raised their hands, right? And I don't know if you noticed, there's more people right now. So if you need a healing right now, it's the perfect time for you to receive your breakthrough. So keep believing. Um, I'm Hannah, and I've had hereditary back pain my entire life, and I don't have any right now. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Oi, meu nome é Maria Clara. Caramba. Eu tava com muita dor nas costas. I was with back pain. Mas vocês olharam por mim e eu pulei ali e eu corri aqui e não tô sentindo mais nada. But you guys pray for me and I start running and I jumped and I'm not feeling anything. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Mariana. I hate the microphone, but okay. Uh, I really have like bad, no, I don't have it anymore. So <laughs> my back and my neck. They used to hurt a lot, but not anymore because Christ cured me. Thank you for all the prayers. Thank you, Jesus. I want to invite you right now to stand really quick. And let's start. Thank you, the Lord. And you guys can be seated. Thank you. Right now, just bring a gratitude to the Lord. Thank you, God, for all the miracles that you did right now. Thank you so much for healing. And also, thank you so much because you are releasing the anointing over our lives for us to start praying for the sick. And we will see 
people getting healed in the middle of the streets thank you Holy Spirit because if you did this morning you can do in our families in our fence in our college campus thank you so much in Jesus name put your hands together for the Lord thank you so much Jesus thank you and before you sit I want to invite you to find two three people and give a big hug to these people Thank you, Lord. Yes. Who is super excited here? <laughs> I want to invite you to open the Bible in John chapter 14, verse 12. John 14, verse 12. Thank you, Lord. Yes, God, you are so good. Holy Spirit, invade this place with freedom and joy. We are believing that this morning you're going to change our lives. Holy Spirit, we give you all the control of this meeting. Lead us, guide us. Holy Spirit, invade our hearts. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence here. And Father, thank you because you are releasing identity in this place. Thank you so much, God, because we are sons and daughters in your presence right now. And we want to receive everything that you have for us in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. John chapter 12, verse, John chapter 14, verse 12. If you found it, say with me, revival. revival. All right. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than this because I'm going to the Father. All right. Question. Who here believes in Jesus Christ? All right. So the Bible tells us if we believe in him. We're going to live and we're going to do the same things that he did on earth. And I remember when I was reading this verse, I was really impacted. Because I was thinking like, every time that I was reading like Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. And I was like reading about how Jesus lived his life here on earth. I was like super impacted and also super um, excited to live the same things. And then this verse came to my life and I was like, okay God, I'm ready to live the same things that you release in your son's life, I want to leave the same things on earth. And for us to understand what this verse means, let's go back a little bit and understand what Jesus Christ did here on earth. Jesus came here to, to the earth to do four things. He came to preach the gospel. He came to teach about the kingdom. He came to pray and bring healing to the sick. And he came to bring deliverance over people's life. So if you read the Bible, if you read the gospels, you can find these four things. And I was like, okay, God, I want to preach the gospel. I want to teach about the kingdom. I want to pray for the sick. And I want to bring uh, freedom to people. I want to walk in the streets. I want to bring freedom to people's life. And I started praying. I was like, God, I want to see the same things that you did through your son in my life. So when you start reading the gospels, you start reading about everything that he did. And the first thing that he did, he was in a wedding. He was like, just like over there enjoying the wedding. And then Mary came desperate. She said, Jesus, there is no more wine. And then Jesus said, it's not my time yet. And then the Mary like, kind of like asked, please do something about it. And Jesus was challenged by her faith. 
and then Jesus could operate the miracle. So in that moment, he asked, like, could you please bring me water? And then he transformed water in wine. And this is amazing, right? Who agrees with me that, like, someone, if someone transformed water in wine in front of you, you're not going to be impressed, right? Really impressed. And I was like, okay, so if I believe in him, I'll do the same works that he did on earth. But I never changed. I never, I never saw through my life water transforming in wine. And if you keep reading the Bible, you will get more challenged. The second thing that Jesus did, he was walking. And then he was like in front of this well. And then he met this woman. The woman was getting water in the middle of the day because she, she didn't want to see uh, any man, especially a Jewish person. And then in that moment, Jesus approached her. And Jesus asked, could you please give me some water? And she was like shocked. And then she was able to give some water to Jesus. And Jesus started giving her words of knowledge about her past, about how many husbands she had. And that woman was really impacted. So after an encounter with Jesus, a broke woman left that place as a powerful evangelist because she met Jesus. And I was like, God, I want to meet people in the streets. People that the world judge and tell that there is no hope for them. People that there's their life completely like a mess. But I want to be the one that through words of knowledge, as Jesus did with that woman, I want to do the same thing. Right? Who wants to be used by God in this way? You start sharing about people's life. People, they, they, will, they, they, will, they will start like getting like really impressed. And then you, you will be able to prophesy over their lives. I want to do the same thing. And if you keep reading, Jesus is preaching the gospel as I am here preaching. But he was preaching for more than 5,000 people. And then the Bible tells us the disciples, they start getting hungry. I know that this session, it's really um, interesting. We are like really close to lunchtime. So I want to ask you for you like to be patient as the, dis the disciples they were. So the disciples, they, they got hungry. And then Jesus was so excited to preach the gospel. So I, I can imagine right now, that moment, Jesus is preaching. The disciples, they're hungry. And they were like, the Messiah, he will not, he's not going to stop today. He's like, he's excited. He's anointed. And he's going to keep preaching. Maybe this session will, will go to the, the ninth session. We'll extend to the prayer night um, uh, session. And maybe the devotional, and he's not going to stop. We have to create a plan for him to stop. And I, I like to use the, imagina the imagination that he gave to me to think like that moment, like Peter, John, the disciples, they were like, we have to come up with a strategy for him to stop. And they were like talking like, let's blame people. That's the best strategy. So maybe like was Peter, hey, Jesus, do you know like it's kind of late. It's almost 1 p.m., People, they are hungry. They have to go home. They have to, like, take a shower. Look at that person. It's almost sleeping. That guy, he needs to eat something. Poor them. And then Jesus looked to them. And what Jesus said, give you guys something for them to eat. But, like, think about it. They were, like, missionaries. <laughs> they left everything behind to serve Jesus, to follow Jesus. They were thinking, like, it's impossible for us to buy food for 5,000 people. Right? Who agrees with me? And then in that moment, a kid is passing in front of them with the lunchbox that his mother prepared with so much love for him. And 
Um, I can imagine like the lunchbox being the Seninha lunchbox. <laughs> the Brazilians know, Ayrton Senna, it's the... Anyways. But I, I can see like this image in my mind. Like the, the kid like so happy, passing with the lunchbox, and then the disciples, awesome, this is the, the best excuse that we can bring to Jesus. Because we are so good to bring excuse to Jesus, right? So they grabbed the lunchbox and they opened and they found like five loaves and two fish. For 5,000 people, it's impossible. So they approached Jesus like, Jesus, this is everything that we have. And Jesus looked to them and it's like, awesome. Because what do you have? It's more than enough to fill the multitude. And in that moment, Jesus got the lunchbox, shows to the Father, blessed the lunchbox. And in that moment, 5,000 people had lunch, and also they have leftover to bring to their house. That's impressive. And when I read John chapter 14, verse 12, tells me if I believe in him, I'll do the same works that he did on earth. I want to go to chicken fillet, and I want to pray, and I want to like see the glory of the Lord multiplying things. I want to be able to feed 5,000 people in the streets. God, I want to see this through my life. And if we keep going, Jesus started praying for people. Jesus started bringing healing over people's life. Jesus was walking, and then, like, he passed in front of this house, and there is a man inside that everyone said that he's dead. And then Jesus like, okay, stop with this joke. Come on, Lazarus, come. It's not your time yet. And then Lazarus opened the door like, hey, I'm back, guys. And I was like, God, what's going on? I want to see the same things. And I start like walking towards to the breakthrough. And I remember going to funerals. I was like, God, maybe this is a chance to see what you told me in John chapter 14, verse 12. I'm ready to see the same things. So I remember one day I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for your family member, so sorry. And then I, I was like near to the, to the body, and I was like praying, God, if it will be your will, I declare that this person will get resurrected in Jesus' name. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Hey, my, my feelings for you. And I did this six times, six different funerals, and that, not, 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 nothing happened. But I believe one day, suddenly, the dead body will start screaming, I'm back. <laughs> I believe it. Because if the Bible, if the Bible, it's something true in my life. If the Bible, it's something that you believe that it's the God's word. We just have to start like walking in faith to see the breakthrough in our lives. Because if you keep sitting in the comfortable seat that you are. For the rest of your life, you're not going to see revival breaking out in your life. And this morning, I want to challenge you to really step out of the boat and trust in the Lord that you're going to walk on water. And my friend, if something happened, if you'll be the one going back all the way to the boat and people will make fun of you, 
at least you are the only one leaving that place with a testimony and not with a story. And I want to leave testimonies. I don't want to leave stories about what Jesus did through other people's life. I want to have my experience with God. I want to walk in power. I want to see revival because Jesus is telling me, if I believe in him, I will do the same works that he did on earth. So two years ago, I was in Europe. God is really putting Europe in my heart. I was like there praying. I was like, God used me in Europe. And I was in, in uh, Madrid. And I was walking in this beautiful park in Madrid. And then I saw three college students walking. And then I decided to approach them. I was like, hey, how are you guys? My name is Felipe. What is your name? And then we start talking. And then they, they would start like sharing like what they were doing there. And then I said like, hey guys, listen, um, I'm a missionary and I'm here praying for people. And the Lord just spoke with me about someone with back pain who are you and one of the guys was shocked like how do you know about my back pain I was like the Holy Spirit spoke with me and in that moment the Holy Spirit gave me another word of knowledge about someone with a problem with the left knee because felt in the pool I was like who are you and the other guy like how do you know these things I was like God spoke with me can I pray for you guys and I remember in that day two hours ago I was in the living room of the pastor's house, the pastor that hosts us, and the pastor was like so disappointed because he moved to Madrid and he was not seeing God's moving in that city. And he was like, Europe, it's too hard. People, they don't want the gospel. People, they are closed for the gospel. And I remember that day I was walking and I was breaking the lies of the enemy. And I was like, Europe, it's ready. And sometimes you have... To really start prophesying what your spiritual eyes can see. It's not about your natural eyes. Because faith, it's about the things that you cannot see. And you start prophesying. And I remember that moment I prayed for the three guys. And they not just got healed, but in that moment they accept Jesus Christ in their hearts. Praise the Lord. And then I remember that I came back to the pastor's house and I shared and he was like shocked. He was like, this is impossible. Here in Europe, in Madrid, college students? No, 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 you are lying to me. And I remember that we record a video. And if you go to YouTube and like search about Dunami Zero Trip, you're going to see. We were praying for them and they accept Jesus. And the pastor was shocked. And something that came to my heart was like, we have everything that you, we need to start walking power and to start seeing the same works that Jesus did on earth. The only thing that we have to do, it's just go and believe that he will be the one that will do the, the works through our lives. And sometimes God is speaking with us, but we don't allow him to really use us because we sometimes we are afraid of people's opinion. And let me tell you something, when Jesus was being judged, during the whole process, when we read the Bible, he never opened his mouth. Because people's judgment, under God's approval, there is no power. And if you are following what God is telling you to do, maybe people will think that you are crazy. Maybe people will start laughing because you were all wet. But that day, Peter went back home with a testimony to share for his generation and for people that will surround him. And I know God wants to raise you 
as a revivalist not just in florida but around the nations and i'm challenging you right now to start asking god you told me through your word if i believe in you i'll live the same works that you live here on earth and i remember there was a challenge for me and maybe right now you were in this challenge right now and i remember that i was like trying to see more and more miracles through my life i was trying to pray for people to lead people to jesus and it was hard and it's not gonna be easy jesus told us and i remember that i was going to the streets and i was trying to get words of knowledge to people and i was like walking the streets i was like hey your name is Rafaela, right no no my name is bruna oh i'm so sorry i'm in this process to hear god's voice sorry i remember like trying to have words of knowledge to people hey you have two brothers right no no i'm the only son i was like man what's going on god I remember one day I approached this, this girl. I said, like, last night you had a bad fight with your father, right? No, actually, my father passed away two years ago. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was going back home. I was frustrated with God. I was, God, you told me if I believe in you, you will use me to do the same works that your son did on earth. What's going on? And God was telling me, keep going. Keep going. Because the breakthrough is near. The breakthrough is coming. In one of the pastors that I really like to hear his message, Bill Johnson, he shares that he had to pray for 99 people to see the 100 getting healed. And I know that you are today closer than your breakthrough than yesterday. And we're going to walk in this understanding, believing that God, he wants to use us. And the only thing that we need to do is to keep pursuing, keep going. Let's go. Today it's another opportunity for us to see the, the kingdom of God coming to the earth. Amen. And I was in this process, praying for people in the streets, getting so many no's. No, I don't believe in God. No, thank you so much. No, I don't want to receive. And do you know what? When you receive a word for someone, and if you are doubting about, first of all, I don't know if it's, this is something from, from, from my mind, right? Sometimes we ask this question. I don't know if, I think this is from my mind. Let me tell you something. When you accept Jesus, you receive the mind of Christ. So your thoughts, your, your mind, it's his mind. So my friend, you don't have more excuse. I'm so sorry about that. But right now, you don't have more excuse. The second thing, I prefer confirm the know that I already have before I'm approaching people. So in this way, God can make me more humble. Or I can go and change my no to a yes, right? Because if you don't approach someone that the Lord spoke with you for you to approach, you already, you already have the no, right? But once you approach or you confirm the no, and this is so good because you can get more humble. Or you can leave that place with a yes and God using you. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I start living my life in this way. And we start like praying for people in the streets and God really used us. And I remember one day I was preaching in this city in the state of Sao Paulo. And I was like praying and I was like, God, use me. And then in the end of the service, a kid came and, and he said like, could you please pray for me? I was like, for sure. What, how can I pray for you? He said like, I have this back pain. Could you please pray for me? I said like, for sure. I know that God can heal your back pain. I saw like many healings, like people getting healed, headaches, back pain. Let's pray. And he's like, actually, the problem, it's uh, not my back, but also my leg. 
I have one leg shorter than the other one. I was like, let's pray. And being very honest with you, when he said that, my faith was like going down. Because like back pain, God can heal. But a miracle, like a, a, a leg being like completely restored in front of me, maybe can be something impossible. But it was like, let's pray. So like I asked everyone in the place, I was like, hey, everybody, let's pray for this person. I was so insecure that I, I needed help. You know what I mean? I was like, let's pray. Everyone, come here. I remember my, me and my wife, we were like, everyone like praying for this kid. And the kid was like sitting down. And he had like around like 10 centimeters, one leg shorter than the other one. And we start praying, God, we declare a miracle right now in this place. We declare in Jesus' name, healing, healing, restoration. Thank you so much because you designed him in a perfect way. And we start believing a miracle. And then I remember we were praying for like about 20 minutes and nothing happened. 30 minutes, nothing happened. After 30 minutes, I said, God, you are not a liar. You are a good father. When we ask you something, you always give us what we ask. Right now, I'm asking, please touch my friend's body. And right now, I'm making a decision. I'm not leaving this place until this leg start growing or this guy telling me that he doesn't want to receive more prayer. But I'm not leaving this place without the breakthrough. Because you promised to me, if I believe, I will leave the same works that Jesus Christ lived on earth. And I start praying. 40 minutes, nothing. 45 minutes, something happened. In front of me, in front of everyone, his leg growth a little bit. Tum. And I was like, did you guys see that? Did you guys see that? And I started asking people. Because sometimes when we ask for God to use us, and when he uses us, sometimes we, we don't even believe that happened, right? Like you pray for someone, the person like, thank you so much, I got healed. Are you sure? No, no, check it out again. <laughs> and I was thinking like, maybe this guy, he got tired, and then like he did a, like a trick, like, hey, thank you very much. Grow a little bit, I can go home. And I was like, I was like, God, everything that you starts, you're going to complete. So if you start doing something, I know that you're going to complete. In the middle of that prayer moment, in the other side of the room, a guy starts screaming, I can feel it. And I was like, okay, good for you. But God is doing here. Please be quiet. I can feel it. And the guy starts screaming, screaming. And I was like, could you please ask for him to start screaming? Because God is doing here, not there. It's here, the leg. And the guy was screaming, screaming. I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And the guy that we were praying for his leg started shaking. You know, okay, there's something going on here. And we start praying. After one hour praying, the leg of the guy did. Tum, 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 and got 100% restored in front of me and everyone. Praise the Lord. And I was like shocked. I was like, oh my gosh. And in that moment, the other kid in the other side of the room starts screaming another thing. Please remove it. I was like, please remove it. The kid fell from a motorcycle one week ago. He broke his elbow and he was like wearing the crutches. And he was asking for someone removed because he got healed. And I was like, no, 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 no. You're not going to remove. God did an amazing miracle here. 
you're going to remove and then your arm is going to go down and people's faith is going to go down as well. No, God did here. Amen. Praise the Lord, guys. Let's go home. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. But in that moment, a woman, a warrior, in Brazil we, te we call the Chia do Coque. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those women, they are warriors. They have faith. They pray and things happen. She said, I got this. I was like, no, no, you didn't get it, no. Praise the Lord, guys. Let's go home. God is good. I got it. And she started running. I was like, what's going on here? Where she's going? And she went to the cafeteria of the church. I was like, what she's doing at the cafeteria? Guys, please, where's, where's the pastor? <laughs> and then she left the cafeteria with a knife. And she's like, I got it! And I was like, what's going on here in this place? <laughs> and she grabs the guy's arm. She literally, like, said, can you please, like, put your arms down? Like, so, like, kind. I was like, what's going on here? And she put her foot in the guy's arm. And she started like, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, oh my gosh, what's going on in this room? What's going on? And I was like, guys, get ready for something really weird. <laughs> and the guy was crying, yes, Jesus, yes, Holy Spirit. In that moment, a movie came into my mind. And the Lord remember me about all the times that I went out to the streets, that I prayed for the hill and nothing happened. That I approached approach people, try and give them words of knowledge, but nothing happened. People that I pray and even got worse. I was like, how are you feeling? You better? No, no, got worse, man. I was like, God, what's going on? And I was questioning him. I was, God, I want to leave revival. I want to leave your promise to my life in my life. And when I was looking at that woman, I was like, she is bold. She's like ready. And she was like, <sighs> and once she removed, the guy raised his arm and he started moving his arm. And the arm was 100% restored. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And when I saw that, God said, because you kept pursuing, I brought the breakthrough to your life. And I'm here this morning to share with you that you are so close of your breakthrough. I don't know what you need in your life. I don't know what you're asking for God. But my friend, you were so close, so close. And the breakthrough is coming to your life today. The breakthrough is going to come to your life to your family, to your college, to your school. I don't know why you came here. I don't know what you were expecting. But the Lord is going to give you even more beyond of everything that you were expecting this morning. But there is something interesting. Because, okay, God, we were called to preach the gospel, to teach about the kingdom, to pray for the sick, to bring freedom to people's life. But if we keep reading the verse, and I want to invite you to read right now the verse 13. Verse 13 tells us, And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so the Father may be glorified in the Son. 
you may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. So everything that you ask for God, he's going to do it. But in the middle, towards to the end of the verse 12, the Bible tells even greater things than this. All right. So the first challenge was to leave the same works that Jesus lived on earth. Right? The second challenge is live even greater things. So if Jesus walked on water, I'm ready to fly. If Jesus transformed water and wine, I don't know what I can do. And I was thinking in this way. I was like, okay, if Jesus uh, prayed for Lazarus, I believe that I'll go to the cemetery and then people start like coming back from the grave. I don't know. I was thinking in my natural way. How it's possible for us as a generation to live greater things than Jesus lived on earth, right? Think about it. Jesus lived amazing things on earth. And then I want to invite you and I want to conclude with this. Open with me in John chapter 20, verse 19 to 23. And I believe this is a word for us. This is a word for our generation. It's time for us to receive the Holy Spirit. And it's time for us to go out and pray for the sick and leave the Great Commission. John chapter 20. If you found this, say with me, revival. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Think about it. You were praying with your friends. You guys were there like in a prayer meeting. And then Jesus shows up. And the moment they were praying there, they were afraid. They were desperate because they were thinking, if they did bad things with Jesus, what about us? We were the next ones. Get ready, guys. We're going to be crucified. And they were desperate. But in that moment, Jesus shows up and says, hey, guys, peace be with you. Peace. I declare peace over your life. I don't know what you were afraid of. Peace be with you. And then the next verse, after he said this, he showed them his hands and the side. So Jesus, hey guys, it's me. It was hard for them to understand that it was Jesus. But Jesus said, hey, look at here. It's me. The next verse, 21. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. As the Father sent me, I am sending you. Jesus was sent by God. John 3, 16 tells us, God so loved the world that he sent his only son. God so loved your university. God so loved your family. God so loved your college campus. Because he sent you there. Because he's sending you there. So get ready to be sent by God this morning. I don't know where he's going to go. You're going to go after here. But get ready to be sent by God. And Jesus Christ, he's so good. And God is so good. He never sends you to a mission to do something without the resource. Say with me, resource. He's not going to send you with, to a mission without the resource. And in that moment, Jesus said, I will send you guys to all over to preach the gospel. To see my kingdom being established on earth. But I'm sending you with the Holy Spirit. Verse 22, and with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's the one called by God, the paracletus. Para means the side, in your side. 
Cletus, the chosen one. So the Holy Spirit was chosen by God to be with you. Wherever you go, it's not about you. It's about the Holy Spirit inside of you. And you're going to see amazing things through the Holy Spirit. And then verse 23. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. And you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. I want to invite the worship team here. Last year I was in Europe. I was helping this amazing movement in Europe. They call Awakening Europe. I don't know if you guys heard about this amazing conference in Europe once a year. And that night that I was there, we were in a stadium with 30,000 people. That night, an evangelist, his name is Todd White. Do you know Todd White? He was preaching the gospel. He was sharing his testimony. And he was sharing about amazing things that God was using uh, him to do. And then in the end of his message, he started sharing his testimony. And how Jesus met him in, a rough mom, in, in a, the roughest moment in his life. And then in the end, he said, and if you are here in this stadium, and if you want to accept Jesus in your heart, if you want to have a relationship with God, I want to invite you right now to just raise your hands and I'm going to pray for you. That conference, people, they couldn't go to the field. They, they were just like sitting in the chairs around the stadium. When Todd White asked, if you want to receive Jesus, raise your hands. People, they start raising their hands. But they not start just raising their hands, but they start invading the field. Because they were desperate to accept Jesus in their lives. In that moment, I was shocked. I was on my knees and I was seeing all those people coming to the altar. They was running desperate. They was like desperate to receive Jesus Christ in their hearts. And when I saw that, Jesus brought me a revelation that I want to release over you guys. It's amazing people get healed. It's amazing to see revival through our lives. People getting healed. People getting baptized with the Holy Spirit. It's amazing to see a leg growing. All these things, it's amazing. But the most powerful breakthrough, the most powerful miracle that someone can receive, it's the gift of salvation. And I believe that our generation, we want to be as that one guy that was suffering with leprosy. Ten people, they were asking for a miracle. They received the miracle. But one understood that better than the God's hands, it's himself. Better than the miracles, it's his presence. It's the relationship with him. And I believe that the gifts of the Holy Spirit, it's a powerful tool that we need. Especially nowadays. Our generation, they don't want to just hear about the gospel. They need to experience the gospel. They need to see revival in their lives as well. And we will be the revivalists that will preach the gospel through our lives. We'll be the ones that will do the signs and miracles so people they will see but the reason is the sign is just a sign when I was coming from New York to here I was not in front of that board looking like oh for Lauderdale the flight's gonna leave in two hours I was not in front of that sign preaching the gospel for the sign I'm here now today but I had to follow the signs and we as a generation we're gonna lead a generation to Jesus presence through the signs 
And he is the one, the life, and the truth. He is the way that will connect our generation with the Father. So I want to encourage you right now to understand that God wants to use you through signs, wonder, and miracles. But it doesn't, doesn't stop in this. There is more. Say with me, there is more. There is more. And through the signs and wonders and miracles, we're going to see the greater things happening. And what is the greater things that we can see here? Jesus Christ came as God and as man. He lived his life here on earth. He did signs, wonders, and miracles. But he always operated under a promise. The kingdom of heaven is coming. It's coming. And Jesus Christ couldn't do it, what we can do right now, because he needed to be the one on the cross. And because he did it, we can go out and we can say, it is finished. It is finished. He couldn't say this because he was the one going to the cross. And what I love about him, and he's telling us, our generation, as the Father sent me, I'm sending you. I just started. You will be the one that will complete. I just started. And I'm giving you everything that you need to fulfill God's plan on earth. It's a great responsibility. It's a great responsibility. But I believe that we are ready to live the, the most amazing revival that the earth already experienced. And I'm ready for the biggest harvest that all the churches around the globe will experience. Every day, God will increase families, teenagers, kids. They will be adding to the body of Christ because there is a generation preaching the gospel. And even if, if, and if we meet, we're going to use words. I want to preach the same gospel that disciples preached back in the day. And if we need, we're going to use words. I want to invite you to stand up. I was in this coffee shop two weeks ago in Europe. And I was there having my coffee, my personal time with God. And then this gentleman walks in with his family. Him, his wife, and his daughter. He looked at me. He kind of like gives me a big smile. And I look at him, I give him a big smile. And then he got his cappuccino. And when he was leaving the cafeteria, the coffee shop, he approached me and he started looking to me. And I was like, hey, how are you? My name is Felipe. Everything okay with you? And he was like, I don't know how to explain this. But today, I'm celebrating my mother's life. I'm going to my mother's funeral. And I came to this coffee shop very anxious. I came very sad about what happened with my mother. But when I opened the coffee shop door, when I look into her eyes, I start feeling a peace that I cannot describe what's going on. And he started crying, weeping in front of me inside of a coffee shop. And the Holy Spirit said, just hug him. And I was like there in the middle of a coffee shop hugging this person that I have no idea who he is. And the guy was crying, crying, crying. And then he left. And Jesus challenged me. What if you start living a Christianity that if you need, you're going to preach the gospel with words. 
I want to walk in power. I want to walk with so much glory in my life because I have a relationship with my Father every day. And I can give something because I have. And it's time for us to understand that we cannot give what we don't have. And that's why you are here. And after this weekend, my friend, you are ready to change your environment. You are ready to change Florida. You are ready to change U.S. You are ready to change the nations. I want to invite you right now to raise your hands and start praying. God, thank you so much for your presence here. Jesus, we love you. We are so thankful because this morning you are commissioning us. You are inviting us to be part of your great plan. Holy Spirit, you are more than welcome here. And if you pray in tongues and start praying the Spirit, let the Holy Spirit flow in this place. We're going to worship Jesus. We're going to worship God with one more song. And right after, we're going to release the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Rabba, Shara, Basso.